Good morning, Judith. Hi, good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coaches Cup podcast. I am Sonia Green from soniagreencoaching.com. And I'm Judith Fender. I am a coach for the No BS Weight Loss Program. Um, also, you could find on the podcast, uh, Losing 100 Pounds with Corinne Crabtree. I'm trying and to connect the program here. That's a lot to say, but... Yeah. <laughs> If you are listening to us, you can't see the uh, board that Judith has behind her. But if you're watching us on YouTube, then you can see that today's topic is gratitude. Yeah. And we, you know, this is this is kind of a cliche topic for heading into the holidays. And but we want to to hopefully bring some new thoughts to you about gratitude and um and the benefits of it, not mm -hmm. just, you know, I think right now gratitude is really trendy. Mm -hmm. um, you can buy gratitude journals and I see people, you know, making their lists of things that they're grateful for. It's just kind of something that's a hot topic right now. Mm -hmm. um, but we want to talk about how it's also really a positive thing for your mental health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, right away, Sonia, this is good. I'm going to throw you a curveball right off the bat. All right. You know, what, what is gratitude and what isn't gratitude? Like what it is. Yeah. For you, I'm going to the Googles. You know, I, I, I'm thinking about how in, uh, in grade school, you couldn't define a word using the word within your definition. <laughs> right. That's exactly where my brain went. Like, how do you define gratitude without using the yeah. word? So I guess I, I'm going to kind of cheat and talk about it's, it's the practice of being thankful for things um, that we have. And but it's to me, it's not just about things like not physical things. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I am grateful for, you know, for the home that I have for um, for the people in my life. Certainly those are things at, at the top of, of my list for, you know, being able to to do what I want to do that the freedoms that I have. That's something that I'm grateful for. That's not a physical thing. Um, but. I'm also thankful for um, sometimes the, the negative things that we encounter too. And I don't want to jump into that too much right now, but um, I, I guess being thankful. What did, what did the Googles say? The Googles, I'm going to go to noun. Uh, the quality of being thankful, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. Mm. Or a warm feeling of thankfulness towards the world or towards specific individuals. The person who feels gratitude is thankful for what they have and does not constantly seek more. Interesting. That's nice. Mm -hmm. Huh? They don't constantly seek more. So what are your thoughts about that? Well, you know... I think where my brain goes to is like what I hear and what I, what resonates with me is when I, when I am in a state of authenticity, when I'm in the state of presence, it, I'm also in a state of, of gratitude mm -hmm. because I'm appreciating 
the, um, what I have and being in the moment it's, and I don't want any more than what I have because, oh my gosh, I'm talking in circles here. Who am I today? It, because this is all we have is the moment. Yeah. When you're up on your mountain, when you hike up on your mountain, yeah, I think about those pictures you send me after, you know, that to me is, is an example of your gratitude for the space that you're in the moment that you're in. Yeah. And it is, and it is, it, it and it is, it, it's an interesting that you brought that up because I do feel like, um, you know, I'm just really grateful for my health and like that. Have I told y'all about my story about my mountain, like growing up? Tell us, tell us, <laughs> even, even if you're repeating yourself, it's all good. Well, um, this, this one mountain, it's called Bear Wallow Mountain here in North Carolina. Um, growing up when my parents, we moved out to the farm, built a house and people would come visit us. Right. And off in the distance is this mountain and just, just like tiny often you could just tell there's something on that mountain. You know, it's a, it's a, it's bald on top, you know, it has green grass and, but you can tell there are some structures and, you know, I grew up in the country and they, my parents will say, and up there's the fire tar, right? The fire tar with the, with the country accent. And so for years, years, I called it the fire tar too. I, I don't even know if I knew looking back what I was saying, but at some point in life, I realized it's the fire tower. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. that realization. So all this to say, I, I've lived here my whole life. I, the Bear Wallow Mountain and the Far Tar are in my everyday view. My bedroom window looks at this mountain. And so for 40, uh, 44 years, I have known of this mountain and I had never hiked it. I'd heard people talk, talking about hiking it. And so when I began my quest for um, my health and my weight loss journey, part of my journey was climbing that mountain. It's about 20 minutes away from me. It's a mile straight up. It's a mile down. It was a kick ass workout. And so it's interesting that you brought that up because it is, it is, an, it is like the culmination, the expression of my thankfulness and gratitude for for my journey. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. What a beautiful symbol. Right. Thank you for drawing that out of me. No, I, <laughs> I just, when, you know, I, I think about that a lot because, um, well, because you send gorgeous pictures, but you know, it's, it's your mountain. And it I is. think that shows your gratitude that, that you are owning it. Mm. Yeah. I, you know, and I feel that way. Like it's, I'm just, yeah, I'm proud and grateful that I get to climb yeah. that mountain yeah. and it's been part of my life. But I think well, you're also grateful for yourself, for giving oh, yeah. your, your future self, you know, at that point when you were 44 and decided to do that. I was actually 48. Oh, okay. Because I've, we've lived here since years. I was four. So okay. I've been staring at the mountain. <laughs> Even better. Yeah. I mean, you gave your future self the gift. Mm-hmm. of being able to call that your mountain I mean you're owning it you're owning mm-hmm. that mile up and mile back down mile up and a mile down yeah and the views are beautiful from there yeah beautiful and it's now um in the North Carolina Land Conservancy Program so I'm real I'm real proud of that too I'm just 
that it's going to be preserved for generations to come and um, the symbolism that it represents yeah. for me personally yeah, and for the future. I'm sorry. Well, nah. <laughs> bunny trail. I'm sorry at all. I love that. I love, <laughs> I love that, that example. Um, you know, we were, when we were preparing for this podcast, we were looking at some information on gratitude. And mm -hmm. I think a lot of, of studies have been done recently, but there was one in particular that I wanted to bring up out of um, Indiana University. And they did a study. A lot of people have studied normal. Uh, that is not the appropriate word to use, but they have studied people with no mental health issues um, and the effects of gratitude on them. But um, the IU study, they wanted to look at people who had uh, diagnosed depression and anxiety issues and see how a gratitude practice affected them. And so they did, it's a small study. They did, um, they took 300 people. They divided them into three groups. They had a hundred people write one letter per week to someone they could choose to whom they wanted to write it, but a letter of gratitude, one per week for, I think, four weeks. Um, the second group, they had to journal about their deepest thoughts and feelings about the negative experiences that they thought were the root of their depression and anxiety. Mm. And then the third hundred people, they did no writing whatsoever. They were just the control group, I guess. Um, and so what they found was really interesting. They, and the, the study, they didn't give, um, this wasn't in a journal that I read this from, so they didn't have the, uh, the actual results, but they did say that, that it was a significant number of the group um, who wrote gratitude letters, that it was their level of, um, of, neural sensitivity in their neural prefrontal, yeah in their prefrontal cortex sorry i'm trying to remember all this um was significantly higher than either of the other two groups so they um they also responded with uh fewer feelings of depression and anxiety and they said that these results compounded in the people over the weeks so they carried it out the original study was for four weeks and they did the, the brain imaging and they could tell the neural sensitivity had increased, but they carried it out to 12 weeks. And the longer the people spent writing just that one letter a week. So the more weeks they did that, um, the, the bigger the changes that they saw and the bigger the changes that the people reported. And yeah, I think it is because, you know, we advocate for people to journal all the time mm -hmm. about anything. I, I never tell somebody to focus on just their negative thoughts or, or, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm like, please, no, let's not go there. <laughs> yeah. Because if you think about the think, feel, act or think, feel, do cycle, <laughs> I mean, it seems obvious to me why the people who, who were journaling about the negativity didn't improve. Yeah. Right. 
because you're staying in it. Yes. Oh, I, I'm just, I just can't even like sometimes Sonia, I can't even hardly stand it when to like coach someone when it's negative, because I don't like, I don't want to give it any attention. Yeah. Let's just like, okay. And, and to be fair, we, we have to give it some attention, right? We do. Uh, absolutely. You have, to, you have to, uh, acknowledge and you have to process that negativity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely have to do that, but to stay in it and just sit in it and wallow in it. I, for, yeah. There's a good country word. Um, I, I didn't bear wallow, yeah, <laughs> waller in it. Um, but you know, to just stay in that negativity, mm-hmm. that's going to keep your feeling in a negative place and it's going to keep your action in a negative place. So it yeah. was, it was obvious to me, like there, there's no surprise in those results and mm-hmm. the people who weren't writing, weren't looking at, at any of that. I mean, they weren't looking at the positives. They weren't looking at the negatives. But I guess the point that that was really um, that I wanted to bring home is that you do have to process the negative, but focusing on the things that we're grateful for, the things that we're thankful for. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I mean, it's not just useful for everyday practice. It's useful for your mental health. Right. And, and what I hear on that, just what, what a little I know about the brain as well is, or not as well, just, just know the reticular activating system. So if you're focusing on gratitude, right, your brain, you're going to, you can rewire your brain to look for things. And so if if you're practicing gratitude, you're going to find it everywhere. And it's such a better feeling than being in the negative space. And it allows you the, um, like a, it's like a gentle bridge from, you know, Oh, of course this, I feel terrible. This is this blah, blah, blah. But that ability, I guess that'd be the neural sensitivity that you're talking about to come back over and, and come back to gratitude. Yeah. And actually rewire that. So if you're, you know, if you're somebody, we are not giving you uh, mental health advice necessarily. Right. Right. Um, We are not, we are not licensed psychologists but, but we have lived, we have lived almost a hundred years between us. Oh no, oh we have, God. because I'll be 53. <laughs> we have a lot of life experience. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so take that. If you have, if you have some, some problems with, with anxiety, with depression, think about creating a gratitude practice of some sort. And this is, this is the interesting thing, not, not everybody sent their letters. I mean, it's in fact, they said some people the they were to people who had, who had passed on, they weren't still alive mm-hmm. or they were to people that maybe they still had a very strained relationship with and they didn't send the letters and they found no difference in the mm-hmm. people who sent the letters and the people who didn't send the letters. There's which, no difference, which just confirms, right? Our thoughts and feelings, it's in our brain. It doesn't matter if it was a hundred years ago or if it really happened. It's, it's what's present in the brain. Yes. Yes. It has nothing to do with, with whatever you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And about the past. It's, it's that present moment and it's just about you. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I do have a little tie in with a little, I caught a podcast and I wish I could cite the reference, but here's what they said that, and I found, you know, I'm 
I struggle with anxiety, um, although it is much, much better. Uh, this was a Harvard study and it found that within seven minutes of a stressful situation, right? So when they specifically said adrenaline and cortisol, when those two are on board, that IQ points can drop by as much as 50 points <laughs> when you're stressed. And I thought, I believe it. Yeah. You know, I, I've experienced it. I just, my ability to process that when I'm living it, it just feels like, you know, the, the stress and anxiety is so so much more in the front, yeah. but I was very aware of my cognitive um, limitations when I'm stressed. It's just harder to concentrate. You can't focus, you know, it's just all the things, but there yeah. you go. And a gratitude practice can right. keep you, can keep those at bay. Right. Maybe not completely. I mean, you're still going to have times where you're stressed. You're still going to have times where, um, where you can't focus. But if you have that gratitude practice, I think it's easier to have that to kind of fall back on mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and draw from and kind of get out of that cycle. Mm -hmm. Have you found totally. that like you oh. can, you can center yourself on, on something you're thankful for or something positive to pull yourself out of the anxiety. It, it's, it's almost, um, it, it happens so naturally now. Yeah. And, um, and, and the only times I really experience the most anxiety is when I'm judging myself. <laughs> Hello, what's up yeah. with that? <laughs> well, you know, it, interesting that you should mention that because I want to move into thinking about, um, specifically about the holidays is what made me think about this, but we can practice gratitude ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. as well. And so when we know those stressful situations are going to come up, you know, the holidays are very stressful for some people. Mm -hmm. um, and so you can practice um, your gratitude ahead of time. You can visualize. And that's, that's another thing that came out of that study that I was, I was talking about, um, you know, the act of, of writing and not sending, they were, the benefit came from them being able to visualize this, whatever it was, it wasn't in it actually happening yet. Um, I'm not being clear there, am I? Yeah, I'm thinking like, so they wrote, <laughs> they wrote a letter to someone and they visualized. Yeah, they visualized the repair of the situation or the, the positive the way that the person would accept the letter mm -hmm. and we can visualize uh, an upcoming event that we know is going to be um, let's say typically, you know, you have, you have this big Thanksgiving dinner and you know, um, uncle Bob always makes a fool of himself and embarrasses everybody. And you know, <laughs> you're, you're just kind of dreading it. I don't have an uncle Bob. So if you have an uncle Bob, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You are Bob, <laughs> but you know, we can, sometimes we spend our time visualizing the negative things that are going to happen and we dread them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can put that same energy that we spend visualizing the negative and, and feeling the dread. Why not spend that and spend it feeling grateful? 
grateful that you have all the crazy characters you have in your family mm-hmm. or grateful that you have no crazy characters in your family. I don't know. I feel badly for you if you don't, because that's what, that's what spices up life. Right. 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 <laughs> so in this podcast, I have another, this was a really good tie into what you're saying here. Um, this person was saying that he went to a first birthday party and what made this first birthday party so special was that the person was like, you know, 45 years old and having his first birthday party that for religious, whatever cultural purposes had never had a birthday party and that everyone showed up and celebrated him. And he was just so that this person who, you know, it's about receiving the gift of gratitude that so many people, like we're all accustomed to giving, but like to be the recipient and to feel grateful for the people that show up for you and celebrate you, that he was so moved that he immediately was looking and in pursuit of who he could gift the, the gift back to. Yeah. And I love that reciprocity feeling that gratitude can bring. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, that's funny because the, the Indiana study, one of the last things that points that they made is that um, the people who had the most neural sensitivity, uh, different change in their prefrontal cortex, those people were even more attentive to how they could pay it forward, how Mm -hmm. they could, um, yeah, show, show that towards somebody else, gift it to somebody else. Yeah. So I, I think that's, that's super interesting. If you come at your holiday gathering or your relationship with somebody at work, you know, if you look at that relationship from a place of gratitude and, and it's easy to do that. It doesn't seem easy to do that, but we have talked all the time about how you don't grow from a level of comfort, you grow from Mm -hmm. discomfort. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so if you can come at that from, yeah, I'm uncomfortable, but what is this teaching me about myself? What am I learning about me from this level of discomfort that I'm feeling? What does, you know, uncle Bob's crazy antics teach me about myself? (laughs) If you can come at that from a level of gratitude, then how much better is that going to be for everybody? Right. You know, you may change somebody else who you don't even know they're paying attention to you, Mm. but your gratitude may have that effect of just kind of washing off on them too. Mm. I hope so. It's got me thinking about the holidays now. Yeah. I, you know, we're, as we're doing this, it's the first of, of November and it seems like a ways away, but it, it really isn't. It'll be here before we know it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's good to be thinking about how we can show gratitude to all the people in our lives, because it takes all of them to make who we are. We're affected by so many different people, both positive and negative influences, but they all have worked to create who we are. And I personally am grateful for that. Oh, me too. Me too. I'm just really like Sonia, I'm I'm like staring at you. I'm thinking like, (laughs) you know, I I feel like I show up to family gatherings, you know, always with my best self Mm -hmm. and always 
this is interesting before thought work, but with a level of fascination at the, at the characters in the story, right? Like yeah. watching them and showing up, just know, I feeling like my role has always been to be the listener, the listener. Mm-hmm. Like that's the gift I bring forward is because I really think people just want to be heard. That's my thoughts. Yeah. At least in, you know, at least in family situations or especially maybe for the younger ones in the family, the 20 somethings. Yeah. You just want to be heard. Yeah. So, you know, the gift you bring, the, you know, the gift of who can, who can, who can you gift, right? Your, am I making sense here? Absolutely. The, your listening ear, your attention. Yeah. It can be so simple. It doesn't have to be a big express, a big expressive birthday party for someone. It can be the simple gift of listening. Who needs, who needs to hear, who needs to be heard today? Yeah. Who can I listen to? How are you? And then don't just, how are you and move on like we do, but look Mm -hmm. them in the eye. How, how are you doing? Connection. going? And, and then listening. We Mm -hmm. don't do that. It's, it's, I mean, we don't do it often enough. Hmm. Yeah. What a beautiful gift. Yeah. Mm. Yep. All right. So as we're, as we're winding down here, um, we wanted you to think about as our listeners, what can you maybe spend some time writing about today Mm -hmm. about gratitude? What are you thankful for? Is there a place where you can start a gratitude practice in your own life that could benefit you? I think, I mean, I think we all can, can do more. It's easy to, it's easy to consume and to get caught in the cycle of consumption. And we need to take more time or I need, I'll speak for, for me, I need to take more time to think about how can I impact someone's life or how can I, you know, just show how thankful I am. Yeah. I like that. I definitely am thinking, I'm definitely thinking right now about that. Um, And mostly I'm, I'm, I'm also very aware of, of my moment of gratitude just for myself. Yeah. Just the, the calm feeling for the present moment and, and not worrying about, I don't want to say I'm not, well, I'm not worrying. I'm mindful of the future, Mm -hmm. but this, when you're coming from a place of gratitude and authenticity and presence, it's such a, um, it's, it's a really powerful place to be. Yeah. Because you know, you can handle it, whatever it brings. Yeah. Yeah the worst that life is going to bring us is an emotion. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. And you've set yourself up to handle that. So. Yeah. (laughs) So enjoy enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, really it's, it's not, it takes work to get there. Right. Because our brains want to focus on the negative. So y'all, what y'all don't know is Sonia coached me a little before, <laughs> before this podcast. I was, I was saying how, um, you know, I'm so calm and centered 
that my brain is like trying to find a problem. Like this can't be right. I must be doing this wrong. This must be selfish. I feel, but it's, but it's none of that. Like I have all the awareness, but it just, um, No, it's, it's, it took it took some practice to get there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did Sonia reminded me of? Yeah, because Sonia's been on my journey through the <laughs> school. She's seen she's seen me cry. <laughs> well, and we, you know, we all have those. I hope. I hope if we're if we're working and trying to grow, mm-hmm. then we all have those moments, and we should be so grateful to ourselves for the work that we put in, because yeah. let me tell you, if it was up to our brains, oh, God. we would just be sitting back on autopilot. That's what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So creating awareness when you get there, it's like, Oh, well, this is so easy, but it's not easy in the moment. The discomfort is real. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the word, the, the phrase I'm thinking that uh, it feels like I'm the eye of the storm. Yeah. I'm in the center and the world is just going around and um, you know, the world being thoughts and feelings. And yeah. so maybe, maybe when I didn't think about this beforehand, but maybe listeners, you want to make a list of the things that you want to change in your life over the next year. Mm. You know, what are things that you can practice gratitude ahead of time? You're going to gift yourself with a better health, Mm. better mental health. Maybe Mm. it's um, a degree you've been wanting to get. Maybe it's, you know, I don't know. What are the things that you really want to do for yourself And how can you practice gratitude ahead of time to thank yourself for this gift, even as you're working through it and giving it to yourself? How Mm. can you be thankful for the discomfort that you're going to go through? Mm. Wow. It's so worth it. Yeah, it is. It's absolutely worth it. So, you know, repairing, whether it's repairing a relationship. Yep. And which is something we're going to talk about next week. So, so uh, if, if you have a challenging relationship, then you're going to want to tune in again next week. <laughs> All right. You have anything else? Good. I'm just, All right. well, I'm very grateful for you. I am very grateful. For- <laughs> and Indeed. for all of our listeners out there who've listened to us and, uh, and, I guess they indulge our uh, conversations. Yeah, our conversation. (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you next week. Mm. Uh, Until then, you can find us on iTunes or on YouTube at the Coaches Cup podcast. Mm. We would love for you to give us a review, positive review. We would be so thankful. (laughs) So grateful for your kindness. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye.